is you need to let go of regretting past choices. Listen, I know we've all made mistakes. We've all dated people we'd rather have not dated, had jobs we didn't like, uh, you know, said things we regret, hurt people, etc. But all these things serve a purpose. Any relationship, anything you've said, any fallout you've had, it's there to teach you something. If you didn't have that thing or that person in your life, you would not be in the exact position you are today, right? So if anything, you have to thank all the decisions you've made, the mistakes you've made, the things you've done. Like, yes, maybe you're not proud of them, but I would hope that you've learned something from it. You've grown as a person because of it. You've learned something that you liked or you didn't like. And all those things serve you for where you are right now and where you're going. So regretting things we've done in the past is just such a fast track way to stay stuck in the present. Have you ever wondered whether there's actually a sustainable way to balance a healthy and meaningful life with your busy schedule? Well, you're in luck, Balancer, because I did too. And the Balance Theory podcast is now a dedicated space to be curious in finding a balance that just works. Because since we're being honest here, balance isn't a one-size-fits-all. I'm your host, Erica, and let's dive into today's episode. Hey, Balancers, and welcome to another episode of the Balance Theory podcast. For all the new listeners that have recently joined us, an especially warm welcome to you. I'm really excited to have seen the community grow so much in the first few weeks of this year. I've really been loving the content I've been putting out. It's been very aligned for me. I know it's resonated with so many of you, especially when we've been talking about goal setting, our goal setting system, which is now live in an ebook, which you can check out in the show notes below. We've also been talking about balance and fitness goals and so many things that I think are critical to wrap our heads around at this time of the year. Another thing that are critical to wrap our heads around kind of while we're still at the beginning of the year and able to really make a shift in our mindset and the way we're thinking about things to give us the best chance at reaching our potential and the life that we actually want for 2024. Now, one thing that holds us back, that keeps us small, are a lot of these little things that we pick up, that we think about, that we hold on to, right? That we don't shake, that we don't shift. And they honestly do us no good. They, we hold on to them and we really struggle to let them go. So what I want to share today are 13 ideas that I think many of us can relate to, that we have held on to, that we've absorbed, that we've carried on through our lives And if you're in your 20s and your 30s, these are things that you really need to start letting go of because they will liberate you. They will free you. There are things on this list that I have been able to let go of. There are things on this list that I'm still working on. So don't expect this to be like a perfect checkbox for you. But what I will say is pay attention to which ones really jump out at you as like these have really like made the most impact in my life, or these are the ones I'm really holding on to, or these are the ones that are creating the most limitations around what I want. And that's what's going to be your homework after today's episode. You're going to go and watch other creators on that specific niche. You're going to learn about how to unblock or let go of that idea, because if you can, you know, becoming aware of it is step one. And then step two is taking the action to undo it. So here are 13 ideas. I want you guys to keep in mind which are the strongest for you. And then we're going to keep working around them. Just quickly, the reason I think this is so important is because sometimes, and with the nature of some of these ideas as well, is they can act as blockers to where we want to go, 
right? So some of these ideas and concepts we will have picked up from a very young age. They will be very, very well ingrained. Maybe it's stuff our parents talk about, ways we were raised, and now you've got a community of people around you through family and friends that all think in that one way. And it's really hard to create a different life for yourself, a different possibility, a different career, a different opportunity if you're stuck in this one rigid way of thinking. So acknowledging what that is and then working out how to unpack it is going to be the best chance for you to really reach your potential. So let's get into it. The first idea you need to let go of if you're in your 20s or your 30s, if you want success in 2024, is the need for perfection. This one has squashed me, kept me small, just not done me any favors in the past. I think if you're still holding on to this idea that perfection exists, then this is one you really need to work on. For anyone who considers themselves to be a perfectionist, who really has high standards, but high standards to a point where it almost stifles you, where you just can't strike that balance between momentum and getting things done and quality, I think then it becomes a little bit detrimental because we just get so fixated on the fine-tuned details that really we don't have the best judgment of, is it going to make the biggest difference? Is it worth me spending this extra time on? Is it worth this extra stress for me? If it's not going to make a humongous amount of difference in the scheme of things. So The need for perfection, not just in work and in our output, but in terms of a relationship, right? If you're single and listening to this and you're looking for the perfect partner, the ideal partner, you know, that's also very crippling because people grow and change. And if you guys met me when I was 20, I definitely did not have a lot of the ways, the mindsets, the things I think about today, but I've grown and evolved as a human. And so I think looking for someone who's adaptable, who's flexible, that can grow, that's open-minded, You're looking for that over perfection. Same thing with your health and fitness. You're not looking to exercise and eat perfectly three, six, five days of the year. It's the majority of the time, what are you doing, right? Because perfection does not reflect real life and it will cripple you and and just keep you small. So that is one you need to let go of if it's something that's holding you back in any vertical, in any area of your life. Number two is comparison. That quote that comparison is the thief of all joy is honestly 100% true because when you're comparing yourself to others, it's such a superficial approach, right? I mean, it's a natural tendency. We all do it. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I've never compared myself or I don't fall into comparisonitis because it's simply not true. It's a, a tendency we have as humans, but I think there's a difference with feeling or comparing yourself and then just getting lost in it right? Like when we let ourselves spiral at that deeper level is when it's really, really detrimental. And when you're using that as self-punishment, right? Because you haven't done enough because you're not in X, Y, Z's position. It does us no favors and it does nothing for your future success either. And so holding onto this as a standard or a metric for your own success or falling into a loop. And this is a big one. I know a lot of people are going to resonate with this where you just scroll online and then you feel just shitty about your own self and your own life because you're inadvertently comparing yourself to other people's lives is not serving you either. So noticing what patterns within the realm of comparison, um, fall into this and are not serving you is essential becoming aware of it and then consciously trying to break it. We'll just say one thing on this because I feel like when people talk about, oh, you know, stop being a perfectionist or stopping, stop comparing yourself. It's really like, well, how do I do that? If it's such an autonomous pattern, how do I actually do that? And so what I would suggest is just trying to be aware when you're doing it. And then every time trying to prompt yourself to have a different thought or you know, remind yourself, Hey, we just did that. 
so you so you bringing like a little bit of a deeper awareness it's not like you're just doing it and it's an auto, autonomous habit and then you never think about it again it's actually we just did that we're going to remember that and next time it happens we're going to try and change the thoughts or we're going to recognize it again and then slowly you start to break it from being automatic you then turn it into it happens and you realize it happens so there's like a stoppage you don't just move on and do nothing and then once you start stopping it enough you'll almost start to realize as you're doing it and you can start to change the thoughts so it's it takes time but i think if this one is really stifling you it's one to consider and really start paying attention to third one is having defined timelines now i know a lot of you listening to this are in a similar i guess stage of life that i am you might be getting married you might be moving out moving overseas building your career starting a family and i think we have this perfect idea in our head again the perfection theme coming in of defined timelines of when we should be doing something when we should have achieved something i definitely thought by 28 i'd have two kids you know i'm 28 and i'm now only just getting married and i think Having those defined timelines only create disappointment because you cannot predict what happens in life. And honestly, if I had really hung on to that idea, I wouldn't be living in Dubai doing in-person interviews and working in a firm that I didn't even know existed. You know, like life opens up so many doors to what you can imagine is possible. And having these defined timelines just, I feel like it just chokes ourselves on whether we've achieved it yet or not. And I don't think they served us. And I think there's a distinction between having like a time frame for when you want to achieve things. So for example, within your goals, if you're using times as like the measurement, that's very different to having a timeline. It's like, I need to be engaged by this age or I need to be married or have kids or have this promotion, right? That's very different to, I want to launch a podcast within the next 12 months. So noticing when those defined timelines are toxic and when they are pinning you down from maybe just a completely different experience that's much better, I think is an essential one to cut ties with to really have success this year and beyond. Number four is having a fixed mindset. This is one we really need to let go of, right? I feel like I have adopted a little bit more of an open mindset as time has gone on, but I still, I mean, I had this really cool experience a couple of weeks ago. I was invited to a very intimate dinner with six people only. Some were podcasters. Others were just other people that had businesses and just interesting things. And we just had like a no tech dinner conversation um, about some just like really interesting topics. Right. And I thought I was open minded, but going into an intimate conversation with six people you've never met before from all around the world, all different ages, you really realized how fixed we are in our ways of thinking, even if we think we're open-minded. So I think just as a default, just, and almost expect that you can never be open-minded enough. You can always hear somebody else's side of the story. And this doesn't mean you need to agree and adopt what they think, what they say. It's more that you're just open to listening to different things, right? And I think when we're so fixed, we don't even give ourselves the opportunities or space to learn what other people say or want or think. And that's such a cool experience to just think like, wow, this person has such a different view from me because they've had such a different upbringing, but we're talking about the same thing. So that's you know, having a fixed mindset, I think doesn't really serve you at all in life. And I think you need to distinguish it. I think if it's been holding you back, distinguish it from that doesn't mean you need to adopt and agree with every single person. It just means you need to be open that there are multiple opinions and there's always going to be someone that has a different, very genuine thought on something versus you. 
Fifth thing you need to let go of is overcommitment, right? Saying yes to everything, wanting to be in 500 places at 500 times in one minute. It is impossible. You need to have boundaries. You need to be clear on your priorities because your priorities are the things that are going to A, give you balance in life, B, get you to where you want to be and C, give you the life that you ultimately want. So you owe it to yourself and you owe it to that life to make those things the most important. And that means not overcommitting. Overcommitting means to me really that you just don't have boundaries or you don't have a clear priority list to be able to determine this is now more important than this other thing and I need to cancel, right? And I have been an overcommitter in the past. I've been a yes person. I've had FOMO. I haven't wanted to miss out. And so I know, that's why I'm saying I know it means you don't have clear priorities because you just, everything's important. Everything's a priority and you don't want to miss out on anything. So overcommitting is something you need to let go of. And if this one is sticking out to you particularly and you feel like this is something you've been struggling with and you feel like you haven't been able to set those boundaries, I'm going to link the live talk I did at Dubai Active. It was um, my first time on stage and it's now live as a 20 minute YouTube free workshop. There's also a free PDF like kind of workbook that goes with it. And this will take you through step-by-step how to work out your priorities and how to create your own life balance plan. So that one is linked in the show notes. Definitely check that out if this one is sticking out at you. The sixth thing we need to let go of is all or nothing thinking. Is this like you're either black or you're either white? Because, and let me give you an example, right? If, if it's like within our health and fitness, if you didn't go to the gym on a Monday, it's like the mentality of, well, I may as well not go the rest of the week because I've already, you know, not started on the right foot. Or if you're meant to do something and it's like Thursday and you're like, I'll just wait for Monday because the week's almost over, right? It's that all or nothing approach. It's not honoring that middle ground, that happy medium where like, Things aren't always perfect one way or the other. And if like you just want to do it, just do it, right? There's no rule to say you have to wait for January 1st. You have to wait for a Monday. You have to wait for the first of the month. You have to, you know, train every single day in order for it to be worth it and for it to be counted as like you having exercised, right? There's no rules like that. You can do things as you want. You don't need to have an all or nothing approach because I think that extreme approach can be quite detrimental, especially for those of you, by the way, listening to this podcast, because I you know, can only assume that you care or you value having your well-being as a priority. You care about having a bit of balance in your life. And so avoiding all or nothing thinking and noticing in what areas it turns up for you. So maybe it's like it doesn't happen in work, for example, or within your relationships, but it happens in, in your health. I think just noticing that and working out, well, why am I so rigid in this one area of my life? Am I afraid of like, being a little bit more flexible, does that mean I won't be as disciplined? You know, like what are your thoughts on what it means to be disciplined in that area? Because missing a Monday doesn't mean you're unfit, doesn't mean you're not healthy. You can still train the rest of the week and it'd be fine. So just, I think it's an interesting one if you're interested to like learn something about yourself, maybe consider like where this all or nothing thinking exists currently and then where it comes from. But I think it's an important one to dismantle and just let go. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Number seven, the fear of failure. Guys, failing, first of all, we need to just reframe our approach with failing because this 
the phrase you win or you learn is the best way I have reframed failure. If you are scared to do something, right, and you're not actually doing something or you're not setting yourself a goal because you're scared to fail, you are literally standing in your own way because every single person that's achieved something has only done so by trial and error. They've only done so by trying things, putting themselves out there, seeing what works, seeing what doesn't. And by the standard definition, they have failed. I'm telling you now, I have failed multiple times, even recently on this podcast, doing this podcast. There are things that haven't worked out that I've had to try that haven't, you know, gone ahead as planned. And you only get better through experience and through learning. But this fear of failure is so stifling, it literally holds us back. So learning to reframe this and reposition your relationship with fear is essential if you want to have any type of success. I actually have done some really, really good episodes on this because this one is something I genuinely like really deeply struggled with. So again, I'll put some links in the show notes to that for you guys to check out. All right. The eighth thing we need to let go of if we want success. And I feel like this one is really relevant to the time that we live in at the moment is predictable career paths. I feel like gone are the days where people our age are going to have like 30, 40, 50 year careers in the same thing. I mean, they might, I'm not ruling that out and I'm definitely not saying that's bad, but I just feel like there are so many more opportunities and things move so much faster and tech has created so many different types of jobs and opportunities that I just see people moving in unpredictable ways, right? Like jobs that are available now were not available 20 years ago. I mean, my parents wouldn't have even known what a podcaster was back in their day. Who knew I would be sitting here speaking to hundreds and thousands of you just from my living room, from pre-recording and putting it on a computer, you know? So these things are unpredictable. And I feel like that's exciting. Whether you're a lawyer, whether you're a teacher, it doesn't matter. I think getting stuck in this is my set career path and there's nothing else, unless I will caveat this, unless it is something you absolutely love, right? That's fine. You've, you've got your blueprint, you know where you're going and you know what the end road looks for you, right? Even if there might be unpredictability in and amongst that, and maybe there'll be different opportunities, you have a little bit more of a roadmap. For everyone else who's a bit like, I'm still working out my things, like don't get so fixated on having a predictable career path. Because I'm telling you now, if that is something I held on to, I wouldn't be sitting here with you right now. Because, and for anyone thinking of starting a podcast, it's extremely unpredictable. It's like uncharted waters. You're constantly experimenting. You are trying new things. There's really no set way to grow a show or to grow an audience or to, you know, you just have to try different things. And so I think if I didn't do this because of the unpredictability of the career path and I wanted something where I knew where it was heading, it would have really cut me off from the experience. And on top of that, I think even if you're in an industry, like I said, that has a carved out clear roadmap, times move on and change. And I think just being stuck in, well, this is all that's next for me, it is really inhibiting in a lot of ways. So open yourself up to different verticals that might pop up, different things that might progress in time. And if you don't like what you're doing, don't have that mentality that you're stuck in this career path because things change and you can change them too. The baseline is to let go of the idea that your career has to follow a traditional path because in 2024, the era we live in, it absolutely does not. The ninth idea we need to let go of is this fear of change, right? And I know, I know what you guys are going to say and I, know what I'd be thinking if I was a listener right now, like how do you let go of a fear, right? Of change. It's such a, we're literally wired for stability, for the same thing over and over, for repetition. It's what our brains look for. But I think the fear of change 
in and of itself is a hurdle for change. Instead of letting go of it or like, instead of interpreting letting go of that fear as you can't have it at all, like you need to find a way to not have it so you can change. I think it's actually understanding that that fear is going to be there, but go ahead with the change anyway. Because I think there's two types of people. There's the people who experience that fear, they make the change anyway. And then there's the people who experience that fear and think they need to wait for that fear to go away in order for them to make the change. Now, what you'll notice with the two types of people is they both experience the fear. Doing the action is what actually dissipates it, right? It's not waiting long enough for that fear to dissipate because you're never going to be comfortable with change. It's actually just acknowledging that this is a part of making a drastic shift or a change in your life. It's, it's going to be there. It's going to show up, but pushing through it and knowing that once you take the action, then it goes away, I think is the most game changing thing. So letting go of that fear from the point of view of you need to wait for it to go away in order for you to take action is the most game changing thing. The 10th thing we need to let go of is living for other people's expectations. This is honestly the biggest waste of your life. Those people have their own lives and they are realizing their own expectations and ambitions in their own course. Why should you have to dedicate your life to making that a possibility for them? Whether it's your parents or teachers or your partner or just anyone else in society that you feel you need to live up to their standards is a complete waste of your own life and your own purpose. I fully appreciate that there might be situations that I am not personally aware of and experienced in or haven't heard people's stories that might make this actually in practice quite difficult. But I think you owe it to yourself to really sit on it and think about it because living your life for you is what you're here for. And that's your reminder today, right? Like you're here to live it for yourself. You don't need to have a particular job because it looks a certain way for society. You don't need to buy a house if it doesn't serve you. If you don't feel like grounding yourself in one particular place, right? If you want to travel the world and move around, it doesn't matter if everyone else is buying a house and that's what they think is right. You have to do what's aligned for you. And that means getting clear on that, right? We need clarity because it's kind of like, setting boundaries or saving money. If you don't know what you're setting boundaries for, if you don't know what you're saving money for, those things are difficult to do, right? So living for yourself and your own life only makes sense when you know what that looks like. You need to get clarity on it. Um, one of the things that's a part of my goal setting system that a lot of you have come back and given feedback on. And I think one of the things that I love about it is it's not just like a one-off goal setting system. It's actually an approach for life because it gives you clarity on what you want, what kind of balance makes sense for your lifestyle. What are your values? What's your why? What's your drivers? What's your future life look like? Who do you need to become? All these things. So if you don't have that clarity and you feel like that's making you maybe lean into and do what other people would want, then maybe you want to check out the ebook as well to give you a little bit of a structure and a system to really like work through this in a piecemeal way. So I'll pop a link to that in the show notes and you can check that out if this one's sticking out for you. The 11th thing we need to let go of is this need for immediate results, like instant gratification. And I know this one's hard in the digital world we live in with the way TikTok and the way we consume media. It's very like quick, it's instant. We can switch apps. We can, you know, in in modern cities as well, we can, and I live in Dubai, like I can literally get anything within 15 minutes. It's crazy. Like it's crazy, even petrol in my car. It is wild what you can get here. But I think living in this fast paced dynamic all the time means that delayed gratification becomes a little bit more difficult. But I think breaking that 
and understanding things, for example, we do with our health. It's a long-term game. Things we're doing for our family and our relationships, long-term game, right? It's for the longevity of these things, the longevity of our body, the longevity of our relationships, even our work. It's for the longevity of our fulfillment. And so we need to scrap this need for immediate results and bring it back down to the process. One thing I like to talk about is that goals are not what you achieve. It's actually who you become in order to achieve it. And that simple mindset shift helps you embrace and appreciate the process for what it is you becoming somebody else, right? And it takes you away from what am I achieving and when is it happening? Because you can become very impatient and frustrated if you lean into that. But I think peeling it back and focusing on the process means you're not necessarily fixated with immediate results because you know there's a change and it's ongoing and it's happening. So this is a really important one, I think, to let go of because it can make us feel really disappointed with where we're at and unsatisfied. All right, we're almost there. Number 12 is we need to let go of the overemphasis on social media. Now, this might be a bit of a duh statement, you know, but social media is not real life. And I think getting caught in that loop of scrolling and comparing ourselves to other people's lives is so toxic because everyone is on such a different journey. You never know what's happening behind closed doors. You never know how long somebody's worked to become a quote unquote overnight success. You don't know what somebody has had to fail, to learn, to grow through, to show up the way they're showing up today. So comparing yourself, scrolling, taking that as real life is so dangerous for our own success and our own position. And so we really, if you're going to choose to use social media, if you enjoy it as I do, it's really about the intention of how we use it and not overemphasizing it, especially not as reality is a really, really key thing to start to distinguish, especially if your tendency is to be a bit of a doom scroller or just like spend a lot of time online. But notice your energy and making this distinction, I think is really important. All right, lucky last. This is a really good one, actually. Number 13 is you need to let go of regretting past choices. Listen, I know we've all made mistakes. We've all dated people we'd rather have not dated, had jobs we didn't like, uh, you know, said things we regret, hurt people, etc. But all these things serve a purpose. Any relationship, anything you've said, any fallout you've had, it's there to teach you something. If you didn't have that thing or that person in your life, you would not be in the exact position you are today, right? So if anything, you have to thank all the decisions you've made, the mistakes you've made, the things you've done. Like, yes, maybe you're not proud of them, but I would hope that you've learned something from it. You've grown as a person because of it. You've learned something that you liked or you didn't like. And all those things serve you for where you are right now and where you're going. So regretting things we've done in the past is just such a fast track way to stay stuck in the present. I think just embracing it as it's a part of your journey and learning from it in the best way you can, making amends where you can and when necessary and moving on is the best thing you can do. And actually just honoring the people, the decisions, the situations, whatever it is, as a part of your journey and a part of who you are today is really, really important. Um, I'll just throw one more thing in, you know, like I talk about my parents and other people's parents in conversation and how we were raised. And a lot of people get really frustrated, you know, like, oh, my mom did this or my dad raised me in this way or this limiting belief or whatever. But the truth is like, I just think most people are doing the best they can at the time under the circumstances of what they're going through. And you wouldn't be the person you are today. You wouldn't be listening to this podcast. You wouldn't have the job you have. You wouldn't have the skills you have if it wasn't for your life panning out the way it has, right? So you can only be grateful for that and you can only take that as armor 
and move forward in life, right? So don't dwell and regret on past decisions. They're literally a part of who you are. So that's it from me, guys. There's the 13 ideas I think we all need to let go of if we want to have success this year or in life in general. I think they're things that commonly hold us back and really just do not serve us at all. As I said at the beginning of the episode, consider which of these have really stood out for you where you're like, this is definitely something I need to work on. This is definitely something I can acknowledge that has held me back and just go deep on that area. If you can break free of things that hold you back, you will be amazed at what happens. It's really empowering when you give yourself the space to explore something that you've become aware of is an issue for you or something you that you want to refine or work on. So that's it from me today, guys. If you're in our Telegram chat, I'd love to know what you thought of this week's episode. Of course, if you're listening on Spotify or YouTube, you can comment on the actual podcast episode. And the last thing I'll say before I go is I just want to ask everyone who hasn't had the chance, five, 10 seconds out of their day, just to leave us a quick review or rating on any of the platforms you listen to. It would really help us reach other people just like you on a similar journey, experiencing similar difficulties that just want a community to connect with. And that would really greatly benefit from content like this. So please, if you have five, 10 seconds and you can leave us a review and rating, it would mean the absolute world to me. And again, help us continue to grow the show. So thank you so much, guys. I'll see you all next week for another guest episode. And until then, stay balanced. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.